0: Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Well, we're gonna do another podcast on the go today. Hope everyone's doing well out there. This past Sunday, we talked about discovering the master. We've started this new series called Following the Master, all about following Jesus, what it means, what it looks like, how important it is. And this past Sunday, we had to start with what seems pretty obvious, learning about our Master. If we're going to follow Him, then we have to properly understand who He is, what He's about, what's important to Him, what He teaches, what He does, what He commands. And so, we started this little journey this this past Sunday and this coming Sunday about discovering the Master, so that we could turn the page and talk about following that Master and be properly ready for that for that uh, process. So. Today I want to talk about that a little bit more, discovering the master. Today's a cloudy day, I'm driving and maybe that's what inspired me to talk about this today. You know, we have cloudy days and sunny days, rainy days, snowy days depending on the season. And I think all of us, generally speaking, enjoy sunny days the most. Sunny days make us feel good, makes us feel like things in the world are better than they actually are when the sun peeks out and gives us one of those just really glorious sunny days. But on days like today where it's overcast and the sun's hard to see, it's a little easier to lose sight. It's a little easier to lose perspective in this world. And I don't know why that is. The sun is just so important to us and it's not just the warmth or the energy it provides. There's something morale-boosting about the sun. And I want to use that as a metaphor today because, of course, the sun is important to the earth. And maybe it's just an easy metaphor because the person that I'm thinking about is also the son, only the S-O-N kind, the son of God. And maybe it's just an easy metaphor to compare the two. But Jesus did say he's the son of righteousness. He did say he's the light of the world. And in that vein, I want to think about why it is that we lose sight of Jesus or why there are so many spiritually cloudy days in our life. I wish that wasn't the case, but even for a pastor, I don't know if it's a regular thing, but it happens more than it should, that my days are full of clouds and storms, and I lose sight of the sun, and on the earth, you don't really have an option, the clouds either veil the sun or they don't, the sun comes out in full glory, but spiritually speaking, I believe we do have an option. I believe it's kind of up to us because the Son, our Son, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, never never leaves. He never forsakes us. He's never gone. He's always there. He's always next to us. He's always inside of us by the Holy Spirit. And yet, for some reason, there's so many cloudy days. There's so many days that present problems and issues and stress and anxiety and worry. And boy, aren't we facing a lot of those here in 2020? A lot of things that cause storm clouds in the soul... And before we learn how to follow the Master, we have to learn the discipline of staying near the Master. One of the famous stories in the Bible, it's a really short story, but it speaks so many volumes, is the story of Mary and Martha, these two sisters that had Jesus over to their house. And you can imagine what that experience must have been like, to have the Son of God come to your house and dine. And so you have these two sisters, Mary and Martha, both, I'm sure, incredibly excited to have Jesus over. And Martha, in the story, is, is preparing everything to serve Jesus. She's getting the table ready, getting the food ready, and Mary, her sister, is, is doing something else. She's, Jesus is there in the house, and she's kind of parked herself at the feet of Jesus and is learning from him, and is listening to his teachings. So there we are, I mean, Martha contrasted with Mary. Martha's in the kitchen, she's getting everything ready. Mary's at the feet of Jesus, she's listening to Jesus. And at this point, it seems like, you know, six of one and one half dozen of the other or whatever that saying is, it's like, you know, the same. Like, uh, they're both are good. But the problem is, is Martha, and it doesn't take long. Martha loses sight of Jesus. And I mean that literally, but I also mean that spiritually speaking, she loses sight of her son (laughs) because she starts getting frustrated. Martha starts getting very angry at her sister, Mary. Because Mary is supposed to. I'm sure they had a plan about what it's going to take to pull this meal together. And and Mary's not doing any of it. She's at the feet of the Lord Jesus. And Martha's basically doing everything by herself. And you can imagine what that must have felt like for Martha. Martha's already feeling the stress of having to serve. Not having to. Well, getting to. But the stress of serving the Lord Jesus in her house. And now she doesn't have any help with Mary. So Martha goes from incredibly excited to have the Lord near her and and in her house too, incredibly frustrated. And it gets so bad with Martha that she actually, she doesn't pull Mary in the kitchen and say, Mary, what's the deal? You can't abandon me like this. She actually directs her beef to the Lord Jesus and says something similar to Lord. Don't you care that my sister has left me to serve alone? And then she says this, tell her to help me. And I've always been a little stunned by Martha's reaction, but I shouldn't be because we're all capable of acting like Martha did. She went from excitedly serving the Lord and giving things ready for him to now barking orders at the Lord that he should command Mary to come in the kitchen and help Martha. How did it turn so bad for, for Martha so quickly? And I'm not gonna teach this passage, but I wanna, I wanna glean this from it is um, she lost sight of Jesus. She lost sight of Jesus, and that's the ironic part is she's serving Jesus, or she's attempting to serve Jesus, and she's losing sight of the one that she's serving. But on the contrary, Mary, I didn't even plan that, Mary, on the contrary, is sitting at the feet of Jesus, and it's easy to look at Mary and go, yeah, Mary, that's lazy. You know, Mary, why did you abandon your sister Martha? It's nice and luxurious to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to his teachings, but what about the meal? It's not going to pull itself together. What about your sister? You're going to abandon her when she needs so much help? But we know Mary isn't in the wrong here. and The reason we know that is because Jesus is the one that tells us that. Because he tells Martha, he said, Martha, you're distracted by many things. And he says, Mary, your sister has chosen the good portion and it won't be taken from her. And he actually says this phrase to Martha. He says, Mary, Martha, excuse me. He says, Martha, one thing is necessary. Mary's chosen the better portion. Mary's chosen the good portion. You, Martha, out of the two, have chosen the worst portion. Now, obviously, there's nothing wrong with serving the Lord Jesus or desiring to serve the Lord Jesus or trying to do things in an excellent fashion. That's not what Jesus is saying. What Jesus is saying to Martha is, Martha, you've lost sight. You've lost sight of me. You've forgotten how important I am to your life, how important I am to your days, how important I am to you pulling this meal together. You don't do things on your own strength, Martha. And if you do, you're not going to be able to accomplish much. You need me, just like the world needs the sun. Now, we can get by on cloudy days because the sun doesn't leave. It's still helping us even though we can't see it. And even that's kind of a cool parallel Because Jesus does the same. Even when we lose sight of Jesus, it doesn't mean he's not there. But when we lose sight of Jesus, I think Jesus does something that's, you could say, um, maybe a little hard, but probably very necessary. He sort of lets us experience life without his strength. It doesn't mean he's gone, and it doesn't mean he's abandoned us. But he sort of lets us understand and experience what life is like when we don't have him. Because his goal is for us to always be near him, really. No matter if we're serving him, no matter if we're leading a church, no matter if we're witnessing to people, no matter if we're trying to do whatever we can to love the Lord our God, we still need the Lord to accomplish that. And sometimes, as a pastor, I have to admit and confess, I start to do things on my own strength or cruise control, autopilot, and I I lose sight of the one who strengthens me and who gives me all the wisdom all the capabilities to serve and minister and and when i do that i'm capable of not accomplishing very much and also i'm capable of capable excuse me of some very bad things like martha was it wasn't just that the meal suffered a little bit and the food was less salty and savory it's just she actually started to sin and have a sinful thoughts in her heart toward her sister mary and not only that but she actually looked at the lord jesus as if something was wrong with him Like, how could you let my sister do this and just sit by while it happens? You're an accessory to this crime, Jesus. How could you let that happen? And it all took place because Mary, excuse me, Martha lost sight of the Son, the Son of Righteousness, the Son of God, the light of the world. And I guess that's my exhortation to us today is don't let that happen we learned on Sunday some pretty powerful things about our Lord and I don't know if they were all brand new things but it was a good reminder it was a good thing to to be reminded of and put all those things together and remember how amazing and magnificent our Lord Jesus is but it's easy to understand and nod at and agree with but it's much more difficult to put into practice to remember how necessary he is to my days because on cloudy physical days I'm different I don't know if I'm vastly different, but I'm different. My joy is a little less. My energy is a little lower. My focus is probably a little less. And when the sun returns, all of that kind of peaks again. But spiritually, I shouldn't be up and down like that, really. I shouldn't be so thrown around by the circumstances of life, whether it's stressful or not stressful, whether I'm sick or not sick, whether the money's there or the money is in scarce quantities. I should be able to have strength and have focus and determination to serve my Lord properly. But I don't sometimes. And the reason I don't is because I start to consider my own strengths and abilities more than what He's able to provide me with. And the only strategy to that, guys, is, is to always stay near Jesus. And I said that on Sunday, how important that is to stay near Jesus. but. Boy, that takes daily disciplines, daily devotions, daily prayer, daily quiet time, whatever you want to call it. You have to be near the Lord. And even 20 minutes a day isn't enough sun for a 24-hour period. What we need is we need constant fellowship and prayer and communication with our Lord. And even if there's a prayer session that, that is ending, keep the line of communication open with your Lord. Even if you're done studying the scripture for the day, meditate upon it. Write it down somewhere. Look at it throughout the day. Don't lose sight of the Lord Jesus because when we do, we don't accomplish anything. Nothing good. And when we lose sight of Jesus, we're also capable of some things that we would be ashamed of looking back. And we could accomplish the good we need to accomplish. We could stay focused. We could stay. Determined, We can stay building and advancing the kingdom of God simply by staying near Jesus. And that's what's so interesting about the story of Mary and Martha. Is Mar- Mary looks like she's the one that's not accomplishing a lot. And Martha looks like she's the one that's, you know, accomplishing great things for the Lord. But it's actually quite the opposite. Not because Mary was sitting on her, you know, on the floor and listening to Jesus, but because Mary was productive. She was productively learning and gaining valuable strength and wisdom so that when it was time to do something she would do it quite properly and do you see the the little metaphor there for us is that if you want to be energized and you want to have focus and you want to have great strength throughout your day to serve the lord and to be the kind of christian he's called you to be you can't lose sight of jesus you cannot lose sight of jesus yes he's important for our salvation but he is important for every aspect of the christian life And I've learned that, and yet I'm still learning that. And I'm ashamed of that, that I have to still learn that because it's so elementary. I mean, a child can understand that. In fact, I have been teaching my children that lesson and they get it, they get it. I talk about light and darkness, how important light is to our day and they get it. You know, if we had light yesterday, we don't have light today, you know, giving light to our room, giving light to our day, it's not good. Light yesterday doesn't help me today. I need light today. I mean, it's a simple illustration, but it works in the mind. And my encouragement to you today is stay near the light. Stay near the light. Turn the light on every single day. All day. All day. Because without the Lord, it only is darkness. Without the Lord, everything is scary. Without the Lord, everything is frustrating. I mean, think about 2020, what we're battling right now. Possible second wave of the coronavirus. Racial injustice. Political unheaval. It's scary i mean you turn the news on and i almost can't tolerate more than two or three minutes of it because it's just so dark but the problem is isn't the news the problem isn't the things that are going on right now those are problems but the main problem is is that we're not getting the energy and the focus and the strength we need from the son of righteousness the son of god if we did it doesn't mean everything is is a cakewalk But we're able to do it. We're able to accomplish great things for the Lord. We're able to manage all of these things that are happening right now. And if you're scared, and if you're worried, and if you're fearful, and if you're frustrated, and if you're sinning, I'm going to say 99% of the time, most likely, it's because we've lost sight of the Son of God. We've lost sight of the light of God. And my encouragement to you today is, is to get near Him. Get near Him. And you can be near Him while you serve Him. You could be near him at work. You could be near him while you're with your family. You could be near him during all kinds of crazy, busy times. And I think that's something we've forgotten is that, man, we can only be near Jesus for those few moments at the beginning or the end of the day. And that's not true. It's not true. We could be near Jesus all throughout the day simply by meditating, by praying, by remembering all that he's taught us. I hope that's an encouragement to you today. Stay near the sun. And may it bless your day with strength, with wisdom, and with focus that only he can provide. Many blessings to you. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.